At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. And it's hard to like, understand like if, if it's just a convenience kind of thing. And let's keep in mind, you're not a convenience store. You are Gucci. You are Prada. You are a designer haute couture store on Madison Avenue. Okay, we ain't got time for no 7-Eleven bullshit up in here. Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to a, another episode of The Gals Guide. Welcome back. Welcome back to Pandemic Week 7. <laughs> That's what it feels like, at least. I, it's been seven weeks since we've been in quarantine. You realize that? Yeah, I have realized that. It feels like we've been in quarantine for the entire year of 2020. So Honestly, like what was, what was the spring semester? For real. Like, I doesn't even feel like I had a spring semester. Can you believe that, like, the, you realize the Australian wildfires happened this year, right? Yeah, I know. Everything is moving in slow motion. <laughs> like, I had a realization with that the other day. I was like, that was this year? <laughs> yeah, they've not had a good time in Australia. It's, 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 no one's having a good time anywhere, honestly. Yeah, true. I just, Netflix is really slowing down in their production of new shows and I really need them to get back into it, honestly. I just graduated, so I would, they can gladly take my show, put it into production if they want to. I mean, I think you should probably just send it to them. Be like, here, here's the, here's the um, solution to all of your Netflix problems. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. Which, speaking of though, I did just, complete my thesis and by time this episode goes up it'll be the my last week of grad school and I graduate on May 9th you did it zoom (laughs) zoom graduation zoom university what up oh my god like my dean was gracious enough to send us our master's hoods she bought it for us because since we don't really have a graduation at all. And I'm like, I, one, don't know how to wear it. I think I need a doctorate degree in order to figure that out. Girl, I will send you a picture of how to wear it. <laughs> and then second of all, I'm like, where am I going to, what am I going to do with this? Just hang, it's going to hang in my closet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mine's literally taking up space in my closet. Also, why is, what was, color was yours? Green. Well, mine's brown. I hate that. Well, it's blue and brown, right? Yeah, but like the brown color is like what fine arts is. I'm like, why is it brown? Why don't we get like a cool, like cool color? Like, is it because we just like made a shit decision in life to be a major. That's so weird. I don't like the brown. I liked the blue. The blue is fine. Yeah, but I don't get why it's blue either. That's on our school colors. I have absolutely no idea. Ours, like each department had like different colors. So okay. Yeah. So maybe that's it. I have no idea. I just, it feels weird because there's not really any closure to the end of the school year like there's no like that bookend kind of thing and it's really sad because like usually like people at my school like when we graduate like we had this really beautiful stage that uh we graduate from and then like people flood the main street 
downtown and close it off so we can all like take pictures and everything like that and then literally like, the next day like at 6 a.m like we all board a flight to los angeles and could be industry executives and we don't get to do that this year so it's a little bittersweet um but i feel like we're doing the best we can i'm still gonna get to la at some point i just don't know when but i also see so many states reopening now so that's interesting but we're not going to get into that but i've been binging so much on netflix so like we were just talking about i've watched outer banks completely and i highly I'm recommend only it on the second episode it's so good i highly recommend it i think it's great uh shout out to the guy who plays deputy shoop uh i know him personally <laughs> he is oh, that's great. cool and the creators are also like one of the creators i think is from winston-salem so that's really cool and there's a lot of stuff that get incorrect, though, about... Yeah, about how they were talking about Figure Eight Island is on the Outer Banks and how you can take a ferry to Chapel Hill. A ferry to Chapel Hill. Let me know. Yeah, you have <laughs> to ferry from, like, the islands to the mainland. But, like, Chapel Hill's a three-hour drive. And then don't they film it in Charleston? I mean, I get it. It's not like a documentary, so it doesn't have yeah. to be correct. But I was just like, y'all couldn't have come up with your own island names? Like, come on. Know, man. <laughs> And it's funny because my old roommate from college is from the Outer Banks and she's just like, this is so bad. It's so incorrect. Like I like figure eight is near Wilmington, which is nowhere near the Outer Mm -hmm. Banks, the other end of the coast. Yeah. Like it is a rich, it is a very rich island. Like John Travolta has a house there. Like it is very rich. It is a private island. No one can get on it unless you are a resident. I wish it was filmed in North Carolina. I wish it was filmed in uh, like at least Wilmington, but I mean, I get why Netflix chose not to, um, just because of like different um, production stuff. It's a lot of technicalities. Let's just hope that I become like they get renewed for season two, and I can be on the show and be a, like at least a writer's assistant on the show. I would love that. We're manifesting that. We're putting that out into the open. Maybe that'll happen in twenty twenty one. Maybe we can just get through twenty twenty. <laughs> Honestly, I'm just. Can you also can we just talk about how like March was like a whole ass year, and April was like literally two days. Okay, no, it wasn't. March, March didn't even happen. We're going to have to redo March. Okay. <laughs> you're just bitter because your birthday I'm was in March. so bitter. Like the worst birthday. <laughs> not, not really, but just like so uneventful. And like, I couldn't even like, I couldn't even like go shopping for things. Like I couldn't even decide what I wanted that to still buy. Hasn't st- that hasn't stopped you from shopping. <laughs> I mean, no, I've done some online shopping, but it's not the same. Because I end up sending back at least half of what I purchased because it doesn't fit or I don't like it. And I hate that. Such a waste of time. <laughs> so inconvenient. <laughs> it really is. I hate online shopping for clothes. I don't mind online shopping for other things. But clothes, I get real annoyed. You'll get to remake your birthday. We will have a redo. It's no, I fine. won't. It won't happen. It never does. It's fine. <laughs> <sighs> I'll just have to wait till next year. At least you can get dumped on your birthday. This is true. <laughs> so, speaking of getting dumped on your birthday, <laughs> dating. <laughs> it's dating is something we've both been doing during quarantine, and it's been definitely an interesting time. It's been an, a weird time for sure. How has everything been going on with you and your boo? Um, it's been fine, honestly. I think just because we're in quarantine, it doesn't mean that the dating norms have gone out the window. Literally, I think if you're single during all of this and unemployed, then maybe you should download Tinder or Bumble or Hinge because you're never really going to get that chance to have a full-time job in finding your soulmate again. It's your prime time to <laughs> kind of take advantage of this uh, 
Literally just lull. Clock in the hours of swiping, man. Just exactly. <laughs> I mean, take take your little phone out on your patio and soak up the sun and swipe away. I mean, I've never had the the joy of joining the apps. So um, I've seen people on like doing like Zoom parties and like you can share your screen and you can get on Tinder like on like on the website actually and people are sharing their screen and people are voting whether or not they should swipe left or right that's hilarious i love it if, I, I highly recommend doing that if you're single like do that have a fun like bachelorette night with your friends i think right now you have the time to get to know someone without getting to know their body and it may not sound like a blast but it's a great way to not complicate your emotions if you are in a long distance relationship this hasn't been like a big adjustment for you in your dating life however for those of us that aren't used to spending this much time apart from our significant other it has definitely i feel like shaken a lot of people's world when you can't see your family and when you can't see your friends but i think being this much time apart from somebody that you are in love with or you're really getting to know especially like if you started dating like i did prior to isolation it's weird because you're having to switch gears and everything and you don't really know like how to handle it so what have you been doing as far as dating during quarantine well I think the first thing that's really changed is that we have talked on the phone more um beforehand we didn't really do a lot of phone calls because well we were like with each other a lot and also my boyfriend doesn't really enjoy talking on the phone I mean he's fine with it if he's talking on the phone he has to pace like he walks (laughs) a lot and so like he can't just like sit and have a conversation so so he doesn't like love to talk on the phone he'd rather be in person I definitely think we have texted more often whether that's like a conversation or a check-in or if we Mm -hmm. need to vent or if we're like trying to make plans he has even started responding to my snapchats which is um (laughs) a big deal if you know him um he does not use social media like he'll occasionally get on facebook <laughs> there's so many times you will send him snaps and you're just like i know wow 300 days later he still hasn't opened it it's fine it's cool i'm not dating him or anything yep so that's when you know it's real when when they uh when they respond to your snapchat that you sent like i like every time i snapchat emily i just send it to him too and it's probably like a month, a month's worth of Snapchats that he finally has opened. So that's fun. We always send each other like memes or TikTok videos or anything that's like funny or that like makes us think of each other. And then we've had to get like more creative with date ideas. We've done some bonfires. We've watched Netflix shows together. We have done a lot of takeout. We've played games. We've like gone out in nature. Um, he's a really nice front porch. So we've sat out there a lot. Mm-hmm. Really, I think like in the olden days when you sit out on your front porch and and talk. Just sit on your porch with some sweet tea and talk. (laughs) Yep, that's what we've been doing. But I definitely think the thing that has helped during all this is like communication. We really try to make sure we communicate how we're feeling and if we need more from each other or if we need less from each other. You know it's a struggle when a boy texts you, hey, I really miss you. Mm. Because let's face it, like I say that to him Mm -hmm. all of the time. Like even if I had literally just seen him, Mm -hmm. I'd be like, oh, I miss you already. And like when he says, I really miss you, I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, I've never had a boy say that first to me. It's usually followed after if I say like I miss you. Oh, yeah, like I miss you too or something like that. Like it's, it's never them. So yeah, that's that's saying something. Yes. So that's saying something. Um, and then also, I have actually been seeing him, and I know that's controversial, but 
it hasn't been anywhere near as frequent as we were before and it's really caused us to kind of soak up those moments together you've also both been very quarantined though yeah we both have he is an essential worker so he has been having to like wear masks and they take his temperature before he's able to enter the building like they've put in the precautions so um, i feel very comfortable Mm -hmm. with that and then also but just in general in our relationship we have really tried not to rush into things because we both tend to do that when we get in relationships And I think that's helped us not feel like needy and clingy during all of this. Like we are a little bit more needy, but it's more in the like, I miss you type of needy than like, I need to be with you Mm -hmm. every second. Um, And this is like really like I'm really struggling with this. So I think just how our relationship has progressed over the last Mm -hmm. year plus, it's not that it's not different because it is different. Like I feel like I can't see him as often or I feel like we can't go and do how we normally would. But also like I feel like in a way we kind of prepared for it, if that makes sense. Like we're not as clingy as I feel like I typically am in relationships. Yeah. Well, you also had a year on you as well. Like you had a year of your relationship on top of all this. So like you were already into a very committed stage of you guys being together. You were, I know, especially you were looking about moving into your own place and everything like that. And that was put on pause with all of this happening and everything like that. Yeah. No, things have been put on pause. And I think because we have been together prior to all of this, like we already Mm -hmm. know how to communicate those Mm -hmm. things with each other. And we, we had already been doing that anyway. So it's not really like a change, but I feel like if it, if we had just started dating, that is like a huge piece of dating during quarantine is like that communication piece. Like you need to let them know how you're feeling and if you need more or less. And if you need more, like what are, what are the steps you're going to take? in quarantine if you can't see them like how are you going to give them more or they they give you more so I feel like that's like an important piece to this whole puzzle what about you how how has it been like dating a newer person during quarantine it's I mean honestly like I've this is completely brand new and something that I've never like dealt with before I have never had to experience something like this where I'm not seeing the person like every single week. Like we're, I'm used to like when I first started dating somebody, like we're going on a date like every Friday night and seeing him like at least a minimum twice a week. And we've had to like not do that basically. Cause when we first, when we and him went on the first quote unquote date, all the restaurants and bars were already shut down and they were starting to like people were starting to social distance i was still going to work but like people were starting to shut down and so our first like quote unquote date was at his place and it felt like it was going to move pretty fast but it hasn't in a way if that makes sense like it has been fast but it's also been slow at the same time where where yeah. we are emotionally I would say is probably quicker than what I'm used to because we are talking like non-stop yeah in past relationships usually like I would would talk to like the guy I was dating like every day like we would text but like it was never like deep conversations or anything like it was just like you know checking in and everything because we were, we were both in school usually like me and the doctor like he was in med school and I was in grad school so like there wasn't that like going all day like we would go all day without texting and then like 
talk at night or something like that. We would never have phone calls. The doctor called me like once. <laughs> yeah. We never yeah. FaceTimed or anything. Whereas with this guy, I mean, like FaceTime has been a lifesaver. He has FaceTimed me at least like minimum twice a week. He will, he'd rather do that than text me small questions anyways. So right, he will yeah. like FaceTime me like when he's like doing like his vocal rehearsals because he's a, um, he's an actor and a singer. So like when he's doing like his vocal rehearsals, like he'll just FaceTime me just and like just let me listen <laughs> and like ask yeah ask for like my nice. feedback and I get to hear his voice and I mean I'm not going to complain like I like I'm not going to complain about being serenaded <laughs> but he'll call me uh, at like every, at least like every other day instead of just like it's, it's and it's nothing about like anything particular it's just he'd rather do that than text and I think it's nice because you get to hear I get to hear his voice and there's sometimes where like yeah it'll be like for a couple minutes but then there's sometimes we'll be on the phone literally like for two hours and that's nice physical touch shockingly it's been difficult because like I used to always say like especially if you listen to our love language episode I always said like physical touch was not like a huge one on my list because especially with people I don't know or like I'm not really close to I don't usually like when people touch me I have personal space issues but I realized like wow like I low-key like miss it Uh, (laughs) I just want to hug but I didn't realize that would affect me as much as it has I will say though this has definitely prepared me for being in a potential long-term like long distance relationship me and him are still like in the yeah. dating phase like we haven't like defined anything yet or like we're not that's the sort of thing when, when i talk about taking it slow like we're not like rushing to get anywhere with this because one who else are you talking to like while we're in quarantine honestly <laughs> like, you're not seeing anybody else <laughs> but um especially with the amount of communication we do i know there's probably like no way you're talking to somebody else but um yeah that's another thing that's so it's like we, there's no reason for us to rush anything when there's nowhere for us to go so we've had we've been taking that slow and that's perfectly fine with me but there is the potential of me you know moving like i've talked about later on in the year to the other side of the country and this has definitely prepared me for like what being a long-term like long-distance relationship would be like and i'm honestly i've always been kind of fine with a long-distance relationship because i know how much work that my job and my lifestyle creates and that I know that like yeah. dating somebody who's also another artist is helpful because they can understand that lifestyle and they understand mm-hmm. that it's some like being long distance is a requirement and um that's totally fine with me. It's helped a lot. And they're hard but yeah. they're doable. Like I feel like you would be fine yeah. with it. My previous relationship was a long distance relationship for a, a good chunk of it and it seemed hard but it, it really wasn't mm-hmm. it was okay like i think you would be fine with it especially after yeah. all of this I mean, like, it, it just requires work I think you'd be fine that's the Absolutely. thing like, it just yeah. requires work and if you're with somebody who like is willing to put in that effort and he's done long distance before so that's another reason i'm yeah. not worried well and if they're and if the person's already putting in the effort like now and being consistent then like i feel like they would also be a good person to like do mm-hmm. a long distance with you know what i mean like if they're already putting in the work with during mm-hmm. the quarantine then obviously they're Mm-hmm. interested yeah we have seen each other twice while in isolation he knows that i have asthma so like i especially have to be careful about when going out in public and everything but he hasn't really like been out as much he hasn't had like it's not something to where i would feel worried if i was to go over to his place i think especially for people who um are alone um like he lives alone there's a it's good to have that emergency buddy to kind of like 
meet up with and we've talked about that in previous episodes but i've i've seen him twice we haven't seen each other the whole month of april i think it feels like at least (laughs) um and so (laughs) it's been fine though i mean we're somehow making it through uh and i think you know he has his friends that live like nearby like in the same apartment complex as him that like he's been able to see and everything and i mean he he will get on facetime with me like while he's like with them and like we all talk and everything so it's nice to still like feel like included and a part of something in that way i mean like yeah like we talk so much that i haven't had a worry about where this is like leading to everything now if he blindsides me like the doctor did we're just (laughs) I don't know what's going to happen. But so far, so far, all signs point to it going pretty well for us. He's a Scorpio, though, so who knows, honestly, where this is going to go. Scorpio. I know nothing about Scorpios. They're like secretive. They know, oh. like, they know like when you're lying to them. I do know that. I think they're like, mm. they like tend to be, I, someone, Scorpios, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, they tend to like be jealous a lot of serial killers are scorpios (laughs) oh yeah i remember you telling me that yeah i remember this now oh my goodness but but they're a water sign they're super in tune with their emotions though and yeah, he has told me well, that like he is somebody who is very in tune with his emotions, and I, that was really like confirming for me that it would be o- an okay place for me to feel like I could open up about my emotions. Which, for those listeners of the podcast, you know, especially the vulnerability episode, that I don't really do well with that. So that was really nice to hear, yeah. and that's another thing too. Um, that was one reason why we have seen each other at least twice because the thing is, like, it's hard to have deep conversations and get to know somebody over FaceTime and call like those certain conversations like that. Like what was your last relationship? Like, like how do you handle these certain things? Like what's your parents relationship? Like things like that. Like it doesn't hold the same connotation over a text as it would in a person. So I definitely, those are things I would encourage like phone call, like late night phone calls, FaceTimes, those kind of moments or probably if you don't feel comfortable like being around them if you're or if you're not quarantining with them, I would recommend FaceTiming in that way because those are still important conversations that need to be had regardless if we're in quarantine or isolation because I mean, that's a concrete foundation to a good relationship is, you know, knowing somebody like how they were, like what makes them what they are their past trauma and everything like that and those i mean just because we're in quarantine i don't think you should avoid having those talks for sure yeah i agree keeping things entertaining while dating and not just sitting around talking all the time because let's face it me and you we could both just talk and be completely fine (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) but you know sometimes you want to spice things up and do something different and especially if you're quarantining with somebody like it can get really mundane and boring and you're wanting to like Mm -hmm. liven things up so we came up with a couple different date ideas that you guys could do while in quarantine to get to know your person better especially if you no matter if you are in a very long-term relationship or if you are just starting out i think something that we've done is a lot of bonfires because you know that's what you do in the south in the summer is you start a fire <laughs> you sit around it and you talk and you tell stories and you make s'mores wait to be in and <laughs> you listen to music <laughs> 
I don't know. I, I just, I love being outside, especially at night in the summer, because one, you can see all the stars, especially out where me or my boyfriend live. We live more in the like country, I guess. Um, so you can like really see the stars, which I think is beautiful. And it's, and it's just like warmer. And so I love bonfires. I think they're a lot of fun. So there's this new thing apparently on Netflix. I really don't know much about it, but I think it's like Netflix Hangout or something where you both Netflix download party? it onto, is Maybe. it Netflix Party? Maybe on Google Chrome. I'm pretty sure you, you download it into Chrome, but you can like watch a movie at the same mm-hmm. time. So if you pause it on your side, it pauses yeah. on their side. And so you can like kind of watch it together. So that's kind of a cool thing. I haven't done it yet, but I've seen a lot of people do it. We're going to call him the actor. That's going to be his nickname. <laughs> okay. The actor. Um, uh, he wanted to do that and he wanted to watch Narcos. And I was like, no, I'm not. We're not watching Narcos together. I do not want to hear you. That's his whole personality trait is Narcos. And I'm like, we're not doing that. No, no. Yeah. I wish you could do That's it with funny, other But apps, I've though. seen a lot of people do, do it. with Hulu and like YouTube and Amazon. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess you could like FaceTime and then start True. it at the same time the or thing something. Because like, I think like with but, that, like you're just like texting. Like it's just. It's, yeah. You can't, you can't like hear what they're saying. I think there's like a little mm-hmm. chat thing on mm-hmm. the Netflix one. But some people that I've seen that are doing it, they'll like FaceTime while they watch it so that they can like have like a a little conversation about it or whatever. I just, I don't enjoy when people talk to me during shows. So like, I don't, I don't think I would do it, especially if I was trying to like actually pay attention. And I just prefer to like watch it in person with them. <laughs> he loved, like I just said, like he loves Narcos. And so I was watching Narcos season two, the season two finale. I knew what was, I figured what was going to happen, happened Cause I was like, I mean, the timeline's winding down. This has to happen. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to record, I like made a video, like put my phone like next to my laptop and like recorded myself, like my reaction to it and everything. And then I sent it to him on Snapchat. He was like cackling the entire time. So like things like that, like if you're watching like their favorite show, which I think is really cool. Like I recommend like you watch like their show, you, they watch their, your show. So things like that are really cool since you can't be together. Speaking of like watching Netflix shows, you could also do like a movie marathon if you are brave enough to go see your significant other and or are quarantining with them. If you want to watch the whole Harry Potter series, this is prime time. Um, just, you know, get, make up, make like an at home movie theater. I've seen a lot of people do this, like creating a fort, getting like candy, popcorn, drinks, slushies, like just kind of like having fun with it and like being creative and making it feel like you're not at home, but you're at home, if that makes sense. So I really wanted to watch the entire Twilight series the other day. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. Like especially the first one, like <laughs> I really wanted to watch the first one again. I was talking to my best, one of my best friends about it last night and we were just talking about how like some of the lines are in the film are just so cringy <laughs> like it's hysterical there's a video on youtube please go look it up it's called edward cullen being a dumbass for 20 minutes straight <laughs> it's the best fucking thing in the entire world it's some of the lines that like he had in the first film appeared with some of that meme music in the background it's just like and people making like side comments about it like some of the shit it's like dude like what the fuck like who wrote this like honestly sometimes i'm like wow why did i love that so much <laughs> we're like they're in the car after he saves her from those guys like ganging up on her and she's just yeah. like you should put your seatbelt on he's like you should put your seatbelt on it's like actually like in the film you're like why okay but yeah like you said like making a fort i think that's really cool i think you know make like be like a kid again those kind of moments i feel i've seen a lot of people like especially ones who have like kids already like they've really embraced like their inner child and done things like that just Mm -hmm. to kind of bring back a little bit of joy (laughs) 
<laughs> into their life. Trust me, Loki, if I had enough sheets, I would make a fort, Loki. I would love that. I used to do that all the time as a kid in my playroom, yeah. and it was so much fun. I really want to do it again. <laughs> you really want to see, like, your best friend, or if you want to see, like, your significant other, but you don't want to, like, be too close to each other, you could always, like, get in your cars and pull up to the Target parking lot and just, like, roll your windows down and talk. I've seen I've seen so many people doing that on TikTok. It's ridiculous. That's so funny. We also, like, recommend, like, trying out new restaurants and supporting a local business with curbside or takeout. Or even you can play, like, a cute, like, dinner delivery roulette. So where you order either, like, your significant other's favorite, like, food from their favorite restaurant or you can surprise them with something new and then you get on FaceTime and have, like, a nice little dinner date like that. I think that'd be really cute. I would love to do that. Yeah, that's um, fun. And also help support, like, local business in that way. You can also send them flowers. I think that'd be really cute. Just to show them, like, that you care and you're thinking of them. Plus, the added fragrance of the flowers does boost their mood. And it's, you know, who doesn't like any freaking flowers, especially in a moment like this? Could go on a picnic, especially those couples that are quarantined together. This is a great way to get some much-needed vitamin D and enjoy conversations, but be in nature. Also, you could take really cute photos while you're there for the gram because we all know our grams are slacking or at least mine is because i ain't going nowhere that's all i want to do i just want to get a put on a cute pretty spring dress and go on a picnic with some pizza that's all i want right now i'm just yep. Just soak up yep. the vitamin D in the sun. It sounds great. You could also surprise them with a gift from their favorite store or, or Amazon and have it sent to their house. I think right now the people who are like gift givers or like acts of service, like those people are thriving right now. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Quality time and physical touch people. How y'all doing? How, how y'all hanging in there? <laughs> how you doing? Because I'm, I'm, I'm barely, I'm barely, I'm still alive, but I'm still alive, yes, but I'm barely yes. breathing. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? I know the lyrics, but they were backwards in my head. One thing that I've seen a couple of my friends do is you can get your friends like on a double date with you on Zoom and have a trivia night or like charades or like play Pictionary, something like that. And even better, you could step it up a notch and make a whole like drinking game out of it. I think that'd be really cool, especially if you are somebody who loves like Hannah, like you're competitive. <laughs> And like I know I'm just so I'm so tired of Zoom that I'm like, eh. but like if, <laughs> I'm probably gonna decline your Zoom invite, but I'll play games with you on my phone. But like if you were um like you want to see your friends and like it hey if you want your friends to meet your significant other do a Zoom trivia night you know let them that's a good way to like kind of like leap over that hurdle. <laughs> and do like a gentle mm-hmm. soft introduction that way or you could just be like hannah and get on facetime and play games not even facetime like my phone i don't even want to like look at my computer screen anymore <laughs> you can facetime on your phone this is true my boyfriend doesn't have an iphone though so we can't facetime that's a it's a it's a it's a whole thing it's a whole thing whole argument we have android versus iphone well you can yeah, you can it's do a fun what time. I do every Saturday night and have a spa night. Trust me, I uh-huh. really like just want to low key go over to this boy's house and like give him a whole face mask. Like he has really dry skin, and I'm just like, let me like I was giving him a facial massage that last time I saw him, and like he like loves like my face massages, and I was like, can I just like put like some masks on you? Can we make this like a whole like spa routine? Like let me break out like the origins, let me break out the summer Fridays. We can do a whole masking. It's gonna be a great time. Like, that's all I really want to do. You're going to love it and you're going to mm-hmm. want to do it every mm-hmm. week. That's what they all say. <laughs> or my favorite thing that has that has come from quarantine is, one, if you're not following 
Morgan Yates. You need to follow Morgan Yates. She is actually from North Carolina. She lives in lives in LA, and she is um, like a fashion lifestyle blogger. And she's really really fun and very creative. She has been taking her roommate on travel date nights. Like one night they were in Greece and they were eating. But her most recent creativity thing is Coachella. She literally recreated Coachella in yeah. their apartment, and just like go check her out on Instagram. It's at morgan.yates, Y-A-T-E-S. And just like, just look at it. Cause it was a, it was yeah. a masterpiece. Like they did like, like the Greece night, like you said, like she like decorated their apartment, like Greece and like they made like Greek food. I think they've done it like for like Hawaii and yeah, they did like a couple other in places Mexico and things like that. I think it's so freaking cute. It's obviously what me and Hannah would do if we lived together, but that's the whole thing too. Like if we were just quarantined together, it would be a, <laughs> less boring we would dude i mean our <laughs> podcast content would be we've had so many more episodes <laughs> i think one thing people keep thinking about like when it comes especially i've thought I've, i have thought about it a couple of times like with like dating and quarantine like you're wondering if one is he texting like other girls like while you're in quarantine yeah or is he just like talking to me because he's lonely right now because let's face it there are a lot of fuck boys that are out of commission right now they're unemployed they don't have any girls beds to jump into and they're looking for somebody to entertain them i've seen so many tiktoks of girls like after uh <laughs> after quarantine like trying to go into their hoe phase and guys are going to come out of it realizing that they want to be in a relationship <laughs> probably honestly so, a lot of people are probably wondering like does he like me or is he just lonely and that to my friends is like the age-old question and it's even more heightened in isolation so you're not together like in person you can't tell by his body language and for once you're having to trust what a man actually says which is disgusting <laughs> to even think about you have to trust a man <laughs> we all know that's hard to do and it's hard to like, understand like if if it's just a convenience kind of thing and let's keep in mind you're not a convenience store you are gucci you are prada you are a designer haute couture store on madison avenue okay we ain't got time for no 7-eleven bullshit up in here so i mean like it's hard to understand like if this is all gonna keep going on like after we all like i know i mean for me at first i was like oh we're just gonna flirt like with a ton of different people and then never follow through and, and there's a ton of people that are doing that especially right now on dating apps like they are swiping left they're talking to so many people and then they're gonna get out of quarantine and be like oh I'm not going to follow through with that. Like, I'm not going to go on those dates or anything. And it's hard to know if that's happening to you, if you are the one person that's, like, being serious and wanting to get into a relationship after this. So I think if he isn't talking to you almost every day or he's taking forever to reply, he's just lonely. Literally, what else is he doing, for one? <laughs> because we're all stuck at home. His phone isn't charging in the kitchen. We're all on our couches suffering. He's glued to TikTok and not you. So move on. Don't waste your time with that. Yeah, for sure. If he makes an effort to get past small talk and dive into deeper conversations, then he's into you. If he was only looking for a quarantine cutie, then he wouldn't care about your last relationship or how your mom is doing if every conversation starts with what are you doing, he's lonely. We're all doing the same thing. We're all crying on our couch because we can't go to brunch with our friends and we're procrastinating all of our real work. If he's just emotionally dumping or venting to you about how all this shit just sucks, then he's just lonely. We get it. You're lost 
and confused without a girl's bed to jump into. Clearly, he has no game in actually trying to get to know you. And seeming like he cares is hard for him, probably because he's an out-of-work fuckboy. If he cared, he'd reciprocate and care about your mental health and how you're dealing with all this, too. I think one thing also I want to point out, too, is if, like, he's the kind of guy that's, like, pressuring you to come over at this time and just is the only one to like physically like see you like that's like if the person actually cared about you like he's not going to pressure you to come over or anything i mean i mentioned to the boy that i'm seeing right now like back at the beginning of april like, the last time i saw him i was like we may not be able to see each other for, like for 30 days and i just did it in passing and homeboy took me seriously <laughs> Which is good. Which is good. Aww. I mean, it shows that he's yeah. listening and he is listening to like people who are leading the world right now that we should be in isolation and everything. But I mean, like if he's not respecting, like if you are the kind of person where you're like, I don't want to be around anybody and he's not respecting that from you, then no, don't waste your time with that. That's stupid. Yeah. Cause like if that's your choice and you don't want to go then and if they're not respecting you during this then like what's that to say about how they're going to respect you just in general so that's that's a great point if he's consistent then he's into you we're in a freaking pandemic we all may have started this thing off reconnecting with our old friends but most of us haven't kept that up we're exhausted we don't want to hear the same story of how bored we all are from different people if he is making an effort to text you every day to facetime you to call you two months into isolation then he's definitely into you yeah I mean, I just think with all of this communication, like we always say it has been really key and important for everybody and consistency always is attractive, I think in any situation, especially during all of this. Now, we're not saying like you need to check in like with all your friends and if your friends aren't checking in with you, then they don't care about you because like no one's mental health is okay right now. Like we, no one really knows how to adjust to any of this. So I think as long as you feel like it's not one-sided and you know you can tell when it's one-sided, I think you feel like you're the one that's always initiating the conversation trust me there are some times where i thought like i wasn't going to say like certain things i'm like i'm just gonna wait until he says it and i was like "Hmm, i feel like that's a little toxic (laughs) pointing out my own toxicity (laughs) so i was like no like i'm gonna like just be myself and just say these things and if he doesn't care and he doesn't want to keep seeing me bye-bye i will hit you up after all this is done then like we're not gonna worry about it but i mean you can definitely tell a difference i think when somebody is actually giving a shit about you and how you're doing versus when they don't, point blank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. One thing I will say about this whole pandemic and isolation is that it's probably much easier to navigate what everyone wants and be more direct upfront with your emotions and everything. Because here's the thing, you don't have to see this person right away. Like you, you have the glorious and gracious invention of texting. So you don't, I mean, you can always do this. You always had this conversation over the phone call if you wanted to, if you want to hear their voice and get a more like instant answer, but it's a great time for you to be able to respect yourself by expressing your truth and like be vulnerable with what you want out of this. Because I mean, look at this way. You could go into quarantine talking and you could not say what you want. And you could just be stuck in this gray area where you're, you know, like, what does this text mean? Or like hoping for more and a, a more and like on a, in a phone conversation or, um, you know, you're taking a precious time where it's like a distraction and everything like that. And you're wondering what this is going to lead to. Or you could just be straight up like, this is what I want. 
and you're not going to get hurt down the line. It's going to prevent a lot of stuff. And on the bright side, you might have a good friend out of it because you haven't had that chance to be physical. You're just texting. You're just getting to know them. And so you got to look at it two different ways. I mean, you could take it as a gracious gift for you to, you know, let that wall down and move on. And if this person's great, then cool. And you have a great relationship afterwards. If you find out that they don't want anything and you don't want to waste your time, you may have a great friend that could come out of it after all this talking that you've done and gotten to know them. And so and, and without like the physicality becoming an issue with, you know, fogging everything up and blurring the lines, I think. I think for a lot of people, when they first start dating, that physical aspect of it is what blurs the lines to where they don't know if they can move on or if they can, like, oh, I'll just keep seeing them even doesn't want anything serious, you know, that, that whole thing. Yeah. It's something that I've definitely experienced. So I think that that is like a silver lining to dating, starting a new relationship while you are in quarantine, if that makes sense. I would, I'd love to know what you think. No, yeah, I agree. I feel like you're missing the piece, the in-person piece. So like you said, like getting clarification on certain things that they might send via text or say on a phone call, you're missing kind of that like opportunity to expand on that in person. And so I feel like this is like the opportunity, like we've said, to communicate and like ask them just straight up, like, what did you mean by that? Or if they say something and it's very vague, like it's your opportunity to to not like hide behind your phone, but in a way kind of you're not going to get like if you get upset by what they say or if it rubs you the wrong way or whatever, like you don't have to face that in person, it's which I easier, mean, yeah. it's, it's a little bit easier sometimes to ask those questions, those more direct questions that you might not ask in person. And it might, like you said, kind of keep you from getting hurt in the long run or wasting your time with somebody who really doesn't see this as any more than just like uh, texting during quarantine because you're bored. So I feel like I feel like there there are definitely pros and cons to, you know, dating during this time. I don't think the like this whole pandemic should be an excuse for you to hold back and not be clear with your intentions. I mean, I think life is too short. And so, like, if you really want to be, like, this is a great time to be your most authentic self because, I mean, you have that ability for them to not, like, feel like they're going to judge you. I I definitely have felt that way, at least, where, like, I can, you know, it's like, I've gotten to the point where I was like, I'm not going to pretend to be somebody and, like, be a watered-down version of myself. And I, I think it's been a lot easier for me to be upfront and be, you know, like, this is what I want. Like, I told him the other day, like, he wanted me to come over and see him and he told me last minute I was like no like if you're gonna if you want to see me like I need you to like tell me ahead of time like I deserve that I'm not a last minute person like I'm not a last minute thought like if you want to see me you have to actually make a plan and make an effort for that whereas like someone like you like you're in a you're you're in so like y'all got each other he's still trying to get me kind of thing yeah and yeah. so it's been a lot easier I think for me to implement my boundaries and implement my standards from this because the physical the physicality hasn't become a distraction and I feel like definitely I could break away a lot quicker if I needed to so that's just what that's what my overall take has been about like dating and quarantine and I think if if you are somebody, if you are starting a brand new relationship, it's great to do that. And if you see it not going where you want it, then that's when you need to, like you said, like kind of bring that up and talk about your boundaries and talk about what you want out of it. Yeah. So I guess like our entire like survival tip for this episode would be let it like let this pandemic be an opportunity to recognize that life is short, but don't, it doesn't mean you have to compromise like your standards because we are in a pandemic. Like you still need to stay true to yourself. And if anything, of all areas of your life, this is a great time to be vulnerable and, you know, 
get to know your authentic self and their authentic selves. And so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gal Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com and on our personal social media, which will be linked in the show notes. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. It really helps us out. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.